Um, Superior Spider-Man number 31. Yeah, that came out. Are we doing a point one here? How much you got to say about this? I don't know. How much do you have to say? I got quite a bit to say about this. Let's go with it and see where we end up. (laughs) Okay. So this might be a point one for folks to listen to. In fact, I'm almost positive it probably will be. Um, With 30, we saw how Peter was back. And I said that I was fairly disappointed in how it was handled and that it could have been as epic as Nightcrawler. I can't remember which, uh, that wasn't last week. That was maybe the week before, whatever. And, uh, and so here we have Peter's back and he is going out after everybody to try to fix all of this. Some of this, I really liked a lot. The fact that he's dealing with having to fix everything that Otto did and kind of makes sense out of what's going on <laughs> and asking, no, really tell me what's going on like, to different things kind of was, it, it, it was fun. He's, he's making sure to touch in with May and everybody. And, and so, yeah. And you're getting the little hints of things like with him, even when he's talking to cap for the couple of panels there. So, so that was cool. And how he's handling different things is obviously way different than, than Otto would have. The bit with the goblin where the goblin realizes it's him, yeah. those two frames, killer. Right there, that was, oh, that was fantastic. You know, I, I have to say, for the last how many months has this been going on, I've been swearing up and down that it wasn't Norman Osborn. And I was mostly right. <laughs> the, the, the whole switcheroo with the cosmetic surgery or whatever. Uh, although I did like the way they brought in Liz and little Normie because I love evil Normie Osborn. <laughs> and bringing Liz into the fold and all the stuff unraveling there, I really like where Slot is going with that story. Really? Because yeah. I don't. I See, hmm. that to me was the whole thing with the plastic surgery to me was... The, the, the plastic surgery, yeah, but, but the stuff with Alchemax I'm really enjoying. Nah, I, not as much. I, I would have actually liked it more had there been more wrapped up. As it is, it's... It's another bait and switch is what it is. And we already had that by having Peter be auto for how long. So you're doing the same thing, except now it's the skin that's different, not the mind. It it just felt, and, I, and it's terrible to say that considering how, you know, some of the ideas he's already worked with have been cliched and he's made him work. But this was like, uh, this was... It, it, he he gave some teases in like 29 and 30 that it was actually Liz that was the Green Goblin. And I think she actually was in certain aspects. I would have loved for just her to have flat out been the Goblin instead of Norman with the mustache. Yeah, it, honestly, that – see, and again, you're, you're leading up to a, a climax after 31, let's be honest, epic friggin' issues and – I really kind of felt that it fell flat on its face. There were aspects of the issue that I really did like a lot, but then you had things like this that it was a cop-out, it felt like. It just, it yeah, it, it just did not feel like enough thought went into it to plan it out so that it was something epic, like Liz, like you're saying. It just was, oh, let's just see, you change the way he looks. Come on, seriously? Yeah. So, it, it, this this still definitely feels like it needed more than the thirty one issues it was given to to really reach a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. So again, we've been praising this forever, 
And for me, at least issues 30 and 31 were kind of a disappointment. There were still aspects that were fun to read, of course, but in comparison to what it could have been and what it was that, that freight train leading up to this kind of thing, the momentum, it just was fairly disappointing. And again, it felt as if he relied on old cliches instead of, you know, writing himself out of a corner better. He just relied on an old cliche to make sense of something. And it doesn't. And then the fact that <laughs> distracted by a little freaking button, even though the other Spider-Man is there as well, just one little button and Normie gets away. Oh, come on. Seriously. After all of this, you're telling me that that's all it took for him to get away. Yeah. I really wanted some sort of climactic battle. Like they, what, what did Peter really do in this issue? Like he, okay. He rescued Miguel and then he threw a goblin boomerang in Anna Maria's direction. Like, that's all he did. Yeah. And, and, and headbutt. And I still love Anna Maria, though. She's oh, yeah. awesome. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what Slot's going to do with the new old Peter and Anna Maria. Because I feel he tied things up a little too neatly with some of the supporting cast, like with uh, Mary Jane. I actually liked the dialogue between Mary Jane and Peter. Like, Carly just like just disappeared from the story. Like I wanted some more of that. Like, and I liked the little gag when he was telling the Avengers what happened. They're like, uh, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but again, there, I, they it really needs more time. Things tied up a little too neatly with too much of the supporting cast. So the, the one that we really have left to, to hope is going to be some interesting stuff is from Anna Maria because everybody else is like, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, welcome back, Pete. Well, it's like you said, too, really, Otto, for lack of a better way of saying, gave his life so that feeling that Peter was the only one that could handle this. And Peter jumped through a, a, a batarang thingy, headbutted the goblin and tore his mask off. And that was it. They, they, they tussled and then back to the ground. And it was like, they, Seriously? Uh, sure, a few little spider mite things there, but I mean, this was, <laughs> this is not an epic conclusion to Goblin Nation, let alone 31 issues of Superior Spider-Man. So, and then again, the fact that he gets away in one panel because of one button that's pressed, even though the other Spider-Man is there who could just as easily get him to, <laughs> like, it just is, it was, it was bad. It was, yep. that part of it was bad. This is something I've I, I've come to realize with Slot, and as much as weird as it sounds, it's a bad thing that he does too much with his stories. Like we've seen going back through Amazing, and you know the years he's been writing Spider-Man, he puts a lot of plot points into play, and that's great for being able to have all these things you can draw on at a later date and tying the issues together. But when you clearly have you know, a, a publisher mandated end date in, in, in sight and you have to draw all that together. It's really difficult to do. And I, I hate to say it as a bad thing, but it really is that he does too much sometimes. Kind of hard to argue. It's, I, I mean, I love it. He should that, be that, that able he, to that still everything so deep, but the, the pacing 
stumbles. Not not just here. We've seen it previously where the pacing just kind of stumbles at some points. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, too. It's it shouldn't there. Yeah. He should be able to handle that. If if writers like Hickman and others can handle just as many balls in the air and stick the landing slot should be able to as well. So that's my opinion, of course. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree there. Okay. Still love it. Still still really looking forward to Amazing Number oh, yeah. 1. Yeah, without uh, a doubt. It's just, it, it's, a, it's a speed bump. Yeah. 